What is up, everybody? This is Pastor Philip Jackson coming to you from Evergreen Church in South Tulsa. This is The Reach Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Philip Jackson uh, coming to you from South Tulsa uh, in north- northeastern Oklahoma. This is the Reach Podcast, uh, where we get together and we talk about spiritual things, uh, life as a young adult in uh, in 21st century America. And I'm here joined with my buddy, AJ Gonzalez. Hey, everyone. He is uh, our youth pastor here at Evergreen Church. Uh, I am the pastor to young adults here. And uh, so, AJ, tell me a little bit about yourself and also what is REACH and what are we trying to accomplish here? Yeah, so I was born in Orlando, Florida and moved to um, Oklahoma um, as a toddler. So I definitely consider myself uh, an Okie. Um, But I've been in ministry just shy of 10 years. The Lord was... Uh, gracious enough to call me into ministry at a young age. I was uh, just shy of 21 and uh, the Lord called me to ministry and and to what I thought was going to be music ministry actually called me into ministry with students. And so um, he's brought me a long way. Um, I'm I'm married uh, to my high school sweetheart, Ashley. We have one son um, and, uh, and that's a little bit about me. Awesome. So, uh, how did reach come about? So, uh, I was in ministry for, uh, about four years and I was working at a church full time as uh, youth and music and God decided to humble me. And so he brought us out of that, um, that community and, uh, really brought me out of ministry for about six months. And, uh, it was a hard six months because I really felt like I had a call of ministry on my life. Um, but, uh, Lord, the Lord, knowing what he was doing, um, brought me out of that, uh, situation. And six months later, I found myself at Evergreen as uh, the part-time associate youth pastor. And so, um, when I say he humbled me, he truly did going from full-time, um, to being the the second in command, um, with student, with, with a student ministry body. But I had the privilege and the honor to work under Phil Dietz and to learn from him. So I was working at Evergreen for about two years, uh, maybe a little less, when the leadership came to me and asked me if I'd like to come on full time and start a college slash young adult ministry. And so um, in that moment, I knew that that wasn't the call on my life, but I knew that I was called to Evergreen. And so so trusting our leadership here, um, I, I gladly accepted that role. And we began to trial and error what that would look like here at Evergreen. And so after a few months uh, of, of getting together with that age group, I went to a conference where uh, I heard um, J.P. Pacludo from The Porch in Dallas uh, talk about his ministry. And it really inspired me and some of our leadership um, to pursue something similar here in uh, Bixby, Oklahoma. And so we began to pray about what that might look like to really expand the age, age range from uh, college students to really 18 to 30, 18 to 35, uh, married or not, children or not, um, we really think that that, that age bracket uh, has a lot in common, even though there are different seasons of life within that. And so I began to meet with some of the leadership of our church and, and some of those who had influence in our church. And uh, Philip actually was one of those people that I met with. So um, Philip, tell me what you remember about that time. So there's uh, there's a couple things about reach and about kind of what God's doing here at Evergreen Church and in uh, and in the Tulsa area. 
um, you know, if you've grown up in the church or you, you have experience with the church, you know what it's like. Um, you grow up, right? You do children's stuff. You go to vacation Bible school. You go to children's camp, all that stuff. When when I was a kid, the uh, children's choir was a big deal. Uh, and so we would do productions, things like that. But then you get into the teenage years where you have uh, youth camp and, and uh, things like that. And it's almost like, you know, it's not like the church sets out to do this on purpose, but by just out of out of situation it happens that uh, once you graduate high school uh, you, a lot of people leave to go to college uh, some people stay behind but but for the most part there is this um, unintentional attitude that you know that's great we love you we, we want to feed you and, and take care of you and then once you graduate high school it's like okay great well come back and see us when you have children or come back and see us when you're married and um, it's almost like we have we've seeded that ground to to young adults, and the challenge is that today's young adults are are, are uh, where the lifeblood of the church is, and these aren't just the ones who are going to lead the church in twenty or forty years. These are the people who are going to be leading the church today, because we live in a generation that is starting to see um, people who truly want to follow Jesus have to stand out from the crowd. And so that means that the young people who have to stand up in their generation, if they want to live a godly lifestyle, they are, they are so countercultural that um, they are ostracized and um, they're, they're looked at with scorn by their peers more so than any other generation in, I think the history of the United States. And so um, for me, uh, so a little bit about me, I, I, I grew up in a small town here in northeastern Oklahoma, uh, the hometown of Will Rogers, Claremore, um, and uh, got married young. Uh, got married to my to my bride Lindsay uh, when I was 18 and she was 19, and uh, we've been married for this June will be 15 years. We've got two beautiful kids, uh, two daughters. One is 12, about to be 13 in two weeks, and uh, the other is is 10, about to be 11. And um, you know, I I had the unique experience of getting married young and having to face uh, my early 20s uh, with a family. And so what that really did for me, though, is that highlighted the, the, the issues of loneliness and uh, not having a community because a lot of my friends went away to college. And not because uh, there, was, there was a conscious effort to, you know, to cut us out, but there was, a, there was a real loneliness. You know, I know what it's really like to, to be married and incredibly lonely and not really have a community because um, those people seem like the only people that were in the same life season as us, uh, they were five to ten years our senior. And uh, so there's a real, real soft place in my heart for our young adults because I've lived that. I've lived that need for community. And it's not just those people who have graduated high school and have moved away to college and come back on the weekends or maybe over the summer. Like this is a real, real need, not just because these people need a place to stay or not just because these people need a place to belong, but because we have a calling and an urge to serve. And every revival in the history of the United States has started with young adults. And that's that's a big thing in today's culture is that um, that millennials and young adults, they are aching to make a difference. I mean, that we see that so much in um, the things in our culture. You think of the Tom's brand and how you buy a pair of shoes and they send a pair of shoes off. They, they, they long to be a part of something that will change lives. And, you know, because we are all made 
um, by our creator, by God, you know, there's a piece of us, uh, the Holy Spirit is is aching to move in, in everyone's life. And so especially for those who have given their lives to the Lord, they're looking to to make a difference, to make a change, to serve. And so when, when the church doesn't allow a, an environment and a culture uh, that says, we want you here, we want you to serve, we want you to be a part of everything that we're doing, not just to be the the, the brunt work of everything, um, but we want you to be a part of our culture. Um, it can really make a big difference in, in, in their lives. And and that's a, that's a valid point because what we understand uh, when it comes to ministry is that God's equipped each of us with a unique gift. Um, we talk about at REACH how the gifts that God gives us are like fingerprints that he's put on our, our on our lives, that when we work within our gifts, within our talents, we in essence are putting his fingerprint on his creation. And what, what we want to do is we want to provide an opportunity for people to come together and build a community. And the thing about it, the phrase doing life together is, is really overused when it comes to church culture. I mean, it's everywhere. Um, but the thing about reach is that we don't want it to be a structure. We don't want it to be something that is, uh, that is rigid and we follow a certain plan. We want to let people engage with their gifts and own it and be able to express themselves and be obedient to what God's done. Because the truth is that the best way to kill something is to program it. And um, what we want is we want to utilize this season of life for our young adults where they feel empowered and called to be obedient and provide a support system for them to be able to equip them and also to allow them to uh, express themselves in their gifts. And that flows right into uh, the the call that our pastor puts on us here at Evergreen, that people follow people and not programs. And that's why um, you know, like Philip said, we're, we're not against structure. I mean, you need, you do need structure, but we are so much more about the relationships and about, um, even though it is cliche doing life together, you can say it all day, but until you start to do it, it's, it's not going to mean anything. And so we are really setting out to, to make that happen. And so Philip and, and coming back around, um, so, so we began to brainstorm about what reach would look like. And I brought you in because you were making a difference. Um, just as a lay person here at Evergreen, you, you weren't a pastor at the time, uh, you were working in politics and, but, but you definitely had an influence, um, on the lives of students, on the lives of, of young adults and on, on the lives of young marrieds. And so you were one of the, the folks here at Evergreen that I brought into the discussion of, of what could this look like? And, um, and in the moment we had no idea that Philip was going to be called to ministry. Um, and so Philip and I brainstormed with a few others and funny as it is, uh, Philip, pastor Philip was actually the one, uh, who came up with the name reach, uh, for this ministry. Um, and, and basically we want to reach, uh, this generation, um, in those ways that we just talked about and, and not just bringing in, bringing them to Jesus. And absolutely that is our number one goal, but it is to provide them a community, a place to serve, a place to use those gifts within the church body. And so it's pretty incredible how God would, uh, use pastor Philip before he was a pastor, um, to help set a tone for this ministry two years ago. Um, and then later, uh, we, we, we looked down the road and now he is a pastor here at Evergreen, the pastor of young adults, and, um, really is going to be the one, uh, spearheading this ministry. What's funny is, is, uh, in God's way of how he does things, we had no idea two years ago whenever we started talking about a young adults ministry, of me being involved. Um, so 
here's here's the thing, and I, I want to share my heart a little bit here when it comes to young adults, is that for you who are listening, you may have grown up in the church and you feel um, like you don't have a place anymore. You may feel like you're far from God. You may feel like you've made some decisions that have that have driven you away from Him and from fellowship with Him. I want you to know that you have a place here. I want you to know that you have a place and you have a contribution to make. And uh, God's Word is very clear that um, that no one comes unless the Holy Spirit calls them. Uh, that, that you can do nothing without Him. In John 15, 5, He talks about that, about how we have to abide in Him because out of Him, uh, we see fruit. Uh, the fruit is the is the expression of God's presence in our lives. It's the proof that God is being involved in our life. And um, but I, I want you to know that you have a place here. And uh, Evergreen is one of those places. This is not just an Evergreen ministry. This is this is uh, community wide. We have several churches that participate in Reach. Um, but I want you to know that as a young adult, you have something that a lot of people don't have, and that is the freedom to completely thrust yourself into God's will. And what that means is that you have the unique opportunity to be able to experience his power in a way that your older peers don't. Uh, you have the freedom to be able to serve and to be able to pour your life into others and to be able to build a community and, and build other people up using the, the things that you've learned both through good decisions and bad decisions. And reach is that place where we all come together um, and we worship the Lord, we open His Word, and we have fun together, and we do life together. And um, I want you to know that no matter where you are, no matter how far you've come, there is a place for you here at Reach. And it's not just about the people who've grown up in the church. I mean, there, there, it could be that you uh, just found Jesus recently, and you're trying to figure out how to do this this Christian thing. You're not really sure what that looks like because the world says one thing you may see something on social media or on the internet and says this is what Christians are or you may see a video on on TV or YouTube that says this is what Christians are and there's conflicting views I want you to know that pursuing Jesus is the number one thing that you can ever do in your life you'll find that as you be a part of the reach ministry that we want you to be here and we're gonna do life together and be a family but you'll you'll also find that um, as God would lead us, uh, we're going to challenge each other. And and what we mean by that is, you know, God has created each of us uh, with with certain gifts and abilities, um, and those things aren't to be uh, held onto for us to uh, not share. And so, you know, as we have young adults to come into um, this ministry of reach, we're going to challenge each other. Um, to use those gifts and abilities for God's glory, not just within reach, but within the local church as well. So here's the other thing about reach is that, you know, for a lot of ministries, everybody chases numbers. That's that seems to be the 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 business side of church, that everybody wants to have the biggest event or the biggest service or everything. Everything revolves around the number of people that come. Um, I will tell you right now, that is not what we're about to reach. And um, I know that's kind of countercultural for me to say, but if you if you come to reach, I want you to know that my heart and AJ's heart is that we build strong relationships. Our motto is aim small, miss small. And we want to go 10 miles deep uh, with every relationship that we have. We want to do real, uh, genuine life together. And the thing that is that is really that on a personal side for me, the thing that that kills me 
is we pass each other at church on Sunday morning and we do the whole, hey, AJ, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Philip, how are you? And we, we kind of have this dumb and dumber, hey, guys, big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. That type of mindset that somehow this casual, shallow conversation that we just had, well, yeah, I checked on them. They said they were doing fine. But meanwhile, inside, they're dying. Why do you think we do that? I think that we're that we're afraid. We're afraid to be humble. And and I think that that we have to get past that. I think if if we are going to truly embrace and see God move in a way that the his, that the history of the world will pay attention, we have to be uh, rabid embracers of humility. And so what we want reach to be is we want reach to be a genuine real community of people. Um, when I was uh, when I was in my early twenties, when Lindsay and I were were dating, and right after we got married, there was a group of us that we would meet in a coffee shop uh, every Wednesday night, and we would open God's Word, we'd sing a couple of songs, and then we would we would dive in and just talk. Somebody would throw out a question, and then we would dig through God's Word, and we would we would search it out ourselves. And um, I remember a friend of mine that I grew up with came up to me with a question about some theological question, and she said, "Well, what's the answer to this?" And I said, "Well, I." I know, I know the answer, but I want you to go find it. And she looked at me like I was crazy. Uh, but turns out the next week she came back and she had, she had looked this up. And I think it was about baptism or something. And she, uh, she thanked me for not just giving her the answer, for actually being a seeker of the truth and encouraging her to go find it. We, we want those types of relationships here. We want to be able to go 10 miles deep. And because, because we realize that, Real community is built with humility. And I think if you would sum it all up, um, you know, every number does have a name and every name, you know, has um, a, a spirit to be to be saved by, by God's grace. And we want to be able to be used to do that. But to sum it up, I would say uh, we're not chasing numbers. We're chasing relationships, relationships right. with Jesus, number one, relationships with each other. And in doing so. Um, spurring each other on and challenging challenging each other uh, to use those relationships to go uh, into the world and and use the relationships we have in the world to reach people for Jesus. So where do we go from here? If you are a uh, if you're a reacher, if you've come to uh, to reach before and you're one of our regulars, I would encourage you to to get a friend and include them in the community and to be. Uh, to be the example of humility to them. If you are searching for a community, we'd love to have you. Uh, Reach is every Tuesday night at Evergreen Church. We're at the corner of 111th and Mingo in Bixby, uh, just south of Tulsa, and uh, can't miss us. Um, But doors open at 6.30 and worship is at 7. Uh, We'd love to have you there. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Philip Jackson from Evergreen Church. I want to thank you so much for being a part of Reach. We couldn't do this without you. Please be sure and subscribe to our channel so you can keep updated on the latest podcasts. And also you can find us on social media at Reach Tulsa. Don't forget, you can join us every Tuesday. Doors open at 6.30, worship at 7 at Evergreen Church at 111th and Mingo in Bixby. Yeah, wash over us. Bring your glory down. Your people with revival sound.